Good morning, everyone. Today's passage comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 23, verses 37 through 39. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who killed the prophets and stoned those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. For I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. This is God's word. This passage is a sad one, even though it's just three verses. But it's very important to understand the context of Matthew chapter 24. Jesus describes the lamenting and the pain that he feels for the city of Jerusalem. He begins by saying, Jerusalem, Jerusalem. The image I get is a grieving father who's looking with sadness and disappointment at a beloved child. Peter, Peter. There's a custom of emphasis in the Jewish language that's used with repetition. We also know from Luke chapter 19, verse 41, that Jesus wept over the city as he was saying these things. He wept at the pain of knowing the agony and death of what was going to happen to them because of their unbelief. Jesus wept two times in the Bible. The first was at the tomb of Lazarus. He wept over the power and pain of death, even though he knew he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. He knew it was a symbol of agony of the people around him, and the agony of what death was going to bring. And death is not what he had come to bring. He came to bring life. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He hated the pain of death. He knew pain that it was going to cause to the family of Lazarus, and he knew the pain and sorrow of sin and death that was going to come to Jerusalem. The second important point is this cry that came from Jesus' heart shows how he felt for the people he had just spoken to. It shows that he did not hate the men that he had just rebuked so severely in the previous verses of chapter 23 when he said, Woe to you, woe to you. It wasn't because he hated them. When we sin, God doesn't hate us. He feels sorrow for us, and he knows in every way our sin and rebellion is destroying our life and leading us to death. And we share in God's sorrow for the loss of humanity. He says, How often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, and you were not willing. Jesus wants to protect, to nourish, to cherish his people, the Jewish people, as a mother bird protects her chicks. This image is used repeatedly in the Bible, in Psalms chapter 17, verse 8. Keep me as the apple of your eye, hide me in the shadow of your wings. Psalms chapter 91, verses 3 and 4. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be your shield and rampart. The picture of a mother hen protecting her young shows us what Jesus wanted to do for those who rejected him. He wanted to make them safe. He wanted them to be joyful. He wanted them to be a part of a blessed community, to enjoy growth promoted by him, and to know his love. And that could only happen if they came to him when he called. He extended his arms to receive them, but they refused to be part of his chosen. Jesus uses the words, How often I wanted. There are clues to indicate that Jesus had visited Jerusalem many times, even though in the book of Matthew it only describes this one episode. There's many times recorded in the Gospel of John. And Jesus paid repeated visits 
gates of Jerusalem and issued repeated appeals, but you were not willing. The problem was not the willingness of Jesus to rescue them and protect them. The problem was they were not willing to be rescued. So the predicted destruction was going to happen. If you don't accept me, this is what's going to happen. Jesus knows they won't accept him, and so he's crying over the pain of death. It's an absolute picture of pity and love. Jesus says, because you're going to reject me, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Jesus is revealing the condition of his second coming to the Jewish people. When Jesus comes back for his church, there's going to be a time of tribulation during which the, Jesus, the Jewish people will realize that Jesus was their Messiah all along and exclaim, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. It's going to take a great deal to bring Israel where, to the point where they say this. But God will do it. It's a promise that Israel will welcome Jesus back. Paul writes of this in Romans chapter 11, verses 26 and 27. And in this way, all of Israel will be saved, as it is written, The Deliverer will come from Zion. He will turn godlessness away from Jacob. And this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins. Brothers and sisters, this week let us reflect on these three verses. Let's meditate on the weeping face of and the breaking heart of Jesus at his profound sorrow when his children chose the path of death and sin. For those of you who are parents, imagine your child injecting their bodies with drugs or deciding to commit a crime, and no matter how much you plead with them and try to protect them, they just flat out reject you. How your heart would break for them. Now imagine God. Now imagine what he sees when he looks at you. Does he see a humble, obedient child joyfully and faithfully living a gospel-centered life? Or does he see a practical atheist, someone who says they believe in God, but whose life is more identified by greed, centered around seeking wealth and pleasure in this world? It's not too late to turn back to the Father. He's waiting for all of us to return to him as his beloved children. He gave us the blood of Jesus so that we could be as white as snow. Let us always remember the love of Jesus. I hope you all have a blessed week.